Cheers, big ears. And welcome to the Beach Travel Wine Podcast. We are your hosts, Leanne. And I'm Lyle. And we are not your usual travel influencers. No, we've decided we want to be travellers that travel under the influence. Okay, good joke? Reasonable. <laughs> well, there's plenty of more where that come from. So join us as we travel the world one wine at a time. Well, hello, we're back for our second podcast. Hey, Lyle, how are you doing? Good morning, Leanne. Doing good? I'm feeling pretty yay, fine, yay. thank you. Um, today we're going to uh, talk about um, our trip to London, but first we want to thank all those um, friends and family that have listened to our podcast. We've already had 11. Only friends and family have listened <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> but we, um, we did do a little stuff up in our first podcast, and because we don't edit, this is just all straight out. Off, you know, off the bat, we're not stop. We might stop every now and then, but we, yeah, there's no editing. So if we make a mistake, we just keep going. That's what we do. That's you know, that's what we're doing for you guys, isn't it? Oh, we just plow on through. Just plow on through. Right. So in our last podcast about Paris, we said the entrance to the Louvre was. Well, we had a little, you know, disagreement. But um, Lyle said cube. I said triangle. And thanks to some really wise and helpful people that pointed out to us, it's actually a pyramid. So we knew that, but I don't know why we just didn't think about it at the time. So yeah, thanks, everyone, for your advice and your help. Really uh, appreciate that. So, all right. So we are here in London. And how did we get here? Yeah, well, we uh, caught the Eurostar. So um, that was about, uh, I think it left um, Paris at about 8 o'clock. Uh, took uh, two hours about two hours, 15 minutes. It was really uh, quick and easy, wasn't it? Yeah, it, obviously it's a fast train. Um, yeah, 300k as it goes. Yeah, well, I think the record was 344k. Okay. Uh, it goes obviously underneath the channel. Uh, at its deepest point, I think it's 75 metres. Yeah. Um, the f- weird thing was that you would have thought you'd sort of go through in some industrial area or even residential area when you reach London, but you don't. You just... Yeah. You hit right central London, and and all of a sudden you're there. Yeah, yeah. and and there's two st- the 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 station there is the St Pancras um, is the international, and um, the actual domestic railway station is called is the King's Cross. Yeah, yeah, cool, pretty cool. So and then we got to our accommodation, which is um, the Citadines Holborn Covent Garden um, in London and it is a fabulous area isn't it you know like we can basically walk if you do a, a circle you know within you know a kilometer and a half there's so many things to look at and even as far as five kilometers you know you can we can we can walk everywhere um, we yeah we just love being here you know you can just walk outside there's coffee and it's diagonally across from the um, underground which is you know really helpful getting around the, the city if you don't want to walk. It's, um, yeah, it's really fabulous. Coffee. You've got a, Sain, a Sainsbury, um, like, little supermarket, um, probably 100 metres from where we are. Mm. Um, the Nero Coffee, which is um, an Italian franchise uh, coffee place, and we've now discovered the Peruvian bean that they use, and... Um, you're probably paying about £3.50 pence for a coffee, which isn't too bad. No, that's pretty good. So we arrived on Sunday, and it was a beautiful sunny Sunday, and uh, we headed straight to... Covent Garden. The pub. 
Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah on our way. To well, the, the yeah, well, yeah. The, the pub was in Covent Garden. Yeah, and um, you know it was a nice old English pub, and we had a pub food for lunch, and then we walked like another half a block, and we were actually in the the sort of square area of Covent Garden. It's like a you know a big square area, and it's got restaurants and bars and street performers and musicians, and all the British flags are flying and you know, um, <clears throat> across. Uh, the, the the pathways and stuff because there was a big jubilation cel- jubilation <laughs> jubilee celebration. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Queen's seventieth um, yeah. year uh, as the monarch. That's next weekend, so that, you know everything's looking really nice. Um, and because I think the sun was out and it was Sunday, there were just there were people everywhere, and you know that was that was great to see. We found another little pub to sit and people watch and. Um, the yeah. Prince of Wales, it was. Oh, the pub we went to, yeah. So, so that was our first um, um, afternoon in in London, and we planned to get round London the first day on the hop on hop off bus. That was already sort of thought we would do that, and we chose the Toot bus um, of London um, simply because that was the guy that came up to us first at the bus stop, but. Uh, it has a yellow line and a blue line and um, you can pay, I think it's $37 for one day or 41 so dollars, pounds, pounds, 41 pounds for two days. And so we've got the yellow line and the blue line and where we're staying is like an easy 10 minute walk to where the yellow line starts. And, you know, you can hop on that and, and go, you know, past things <clears throat> like all the, all the icons like Trafalgar Square, London Eye. Um, St Paul's Cathedral, London Bridge, Tower of London, um, Buckingham Palace, Grosvenor Gardens, Hyde Park, Marble Arch, and you know it's a really good overview of 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 those. And then if you want to get on the Blue Line, which we did the next day, you can once again go past um, Buckingham Palace, Parliament Street. You can't actually see Ten Downing Street from the bus. Um, Hyde Park, Harrods, where the museums. That's where we got on. Notting Hill Gate, um, Bayswater Road, Paddington Station, Oxford Street, you know, and also Piccadilly Circus was in there because we got off there a couple of times too. So we really would recommend the hop on, hop off bus. And, yeah, and sure. To especially to do like a bit of a recce and to, to, to see what you really want to see in more detail. So, yeah, I, yeah, we both highly recommend that you do that. What uh, we did find, though, is we just sort of thought, actually, we could walk to these places quicker because the London traffic is... Wow, it's. I mean, there's 15 million people or so live here, and yeah, it's you know, diabolical. It's, yeah, it's, it just takes you 10 minutes to do a block in in these sort of touristy areas. So on, on the bus, so you, you know they, they stop and start all the time. So you're just better off, you know, if you can, to mm. put your daggy old joggers on and and head off. Yeah, for well, a we walk. we uh, we've discovered that um, out of you know out of every 10 vehicles on the road. Uh, nine of them are either the cabs or the red buses. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you'd, you're definitely better off walking, walking. and obviously you're going to see yeah. more. And on our way home, uh, we, we hopped off at Piccadilly Circus and walked home that afternoon through um, Covent Garden again, and it was much quieter on the Monday. Yeah. Um, and so we sat and had a, as you have to, a G&T, don't you, on the, on the Turrup? terrace there yeah um, yeah that was that was really nice so so a great day just having a look around at um everything you know in, in where it is and and discover, sort of having a look at what you want to see and and it was a bit cooler and um so it was nice to get undercover a bit wasn't it that day so. one of the things that surprised me on the sunday there was a lot of street artists um yeah street performers yeah street yeah. performers and um 
I mean, they were everywhere and they were good. Um, So when we went back on the Monday, I really didn't expect to see them uh, again, but they were there. Uh, So, yeah, it's quite a lively uh, area and uh, well worth a visit. Yeah, Covent Garden certainly is. So Tuesday um, we had a couple of things planned because I booked them before we left home and something I wanted to do was... um, go to the Natural History Museum and um, I know that Lyle isn't a big fan of museums, me either actually. Um, a wise man once said if you're going to a museum you must be in the city one day too long. Yeah, Correct. Yeah, yeah, thanks Cal for that. Um, but the Natural History Museum is the museum where the night at the Museum 3 was filmed and if you're watching those movies you know at night time all the skeletons and the animals and everything comes alive and it's a real adventure and um and yeah so the third one was actually filmed at, in in london here and um the movie has it's called the uh, secret of the tomb and it's got um, ben stiller robin williams owen wilson ricky gervais and rebel rebel wilson so it's a really it's a great movie so um uh, yes, yeah, so if you watch that, you'll see all the big, the big skeleton, whale skeletons, and dinosaurs and things. It was pretty, you know, impressive. Um, and I think um, once we got there, uh, the actual outside of the museum is stunning in itself. You know, um, just amazing. And then you actually really were impressed once we got inside, weren't you? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think too, um, not forgetting, actually walking there, we had to walk past um, Hyde Park and Green Park. And it was beautiful. I mean, um, the yeah, we park, decided to walk in. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the the actual walk to the the museum was brilliant, and you walk through, you know, all the really ritzy places uh, um, through Mayfair Park Lane, and of course, you've got all the really ritzy hotels. In fact, there is the Ritz. In uh, we walk past and the Grosvenor and um Claridge's and uh and all those hotels have the the gentleman out the front in a three-piece suit some and the, the top, top hat, hat. Yeah, yeah some have top hats don't they um, yeah so but the actual like, walk was was yeah, worth that's it true i forgot we did we had done that um it sort of reminds you of being in um a real life monopoly game you know when you you see all the mm. piccadilly circus trafalgar square mayfair park lane you know old kent road yeah um, or, um yes it does even though i've never been here it seems familiar yeah yeah of course um yeah, but sense. the yeah so back to the the museum mm. um it's split up to into probably four or five different areas there's the dinosaurs the mammals um, there's uh, evolution, evolution, yeah, and you've got the climate change, environment, um, one. yeah, environment. Um, I found the the Earth one then as well, <coughs> yeah, 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 the Earth one. Um, and you mm. enter that through this um, really long escalator, and you, it goes up, up, and there's this huge, big, um, like it's like the Earth on fire, isn't it? And it's red and. <coughs> You. Um, it's red and glowing, and and then you enter into that, and it, and it has displays all about um, the pl- um, the plates on the earth and volcanoes, and there's films and there's interactive um, stuff. There's lots of school children there, and you can see why. It's just yeah. like all this fascinating stuff. And then Lyle got on that um, the the simulator. Didn't yeah, you? I, there was an earthquake simulator, and um, yeah, it's surprising how much it moves and and, and and as I said to Lin, Liam when I got off I uh, you start walking you, f- if you feel a bit like you're on a boat you've got that feeling where you're still moving yeah. um, but yeah I, I enjoyed that, that part of 
part of it, how, and Leon said, the, how the plates uh, underneath the earth are continually moving and how the sun has so much to do with mm. how our weather is. And then they went on to say how, you know, uh, describe how the dis dinosaurs disappeared, which, you know, they claim basically that it was an asteroid hit the earth. And, there was a lot of theories, though, wasn't there? Yeah, but, and in the, the but they said it had to be something as... Uh, Dramatic. Dramatic as that for a, for a whole species to we just disappear, it. yeah. And the dinosaur um, display was incredible, you know, the full-size um, skeletons of Tyrannosaurus and, um, no, we didn't see Diplodocus Dippy. He's coming back to the museum, but um, lots of um, small um, displays as well, you know, showing the different um, leg sizes and the muscles and um, and then they've got, you know, all, lots of dinosaurs up above your head as you walk through and and then after, if that's not impressive enough, you walk into the mammal display and it's got, you know, the, the um, that giant whale which is about as long as two or three buses, isn't it? Like mm. It's um, huge and, and hanging around that are other skeletons from other whales and other mammals and, um, you know, there's elephants and hippos and rhinos and dolphins and dugongs and um, seals and, you know, just so much um, to look at there as well. It was, yeah, it was fascinating. It was a, it was, um, and the bu building's just beautiful too. I just, I loved it. I really, um, that whole, the whole thing, walking there and just exploring and just even being outside of the Natural History Museum in South Kensington was absolutely Brilliant. I loved it. So, so to top that off, um, we decided we were going to uh, hop on the blue um, bus line. But um, first of all, we went to Harrods. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, if you've been to Harrods, you, you you know how impressive it is. And if you haven't, you've just heard about it. Um, but it is. It's iconic. It, it's glamorous. It's it's ritzy. It's um, stunningly beautiful, you know, every display, the food display, you know, yeah. the, the cakes, the... The um, chicken rotisserie. Yeah, the chicken rotisserie. Even that was impressive, yeah. Um, we decided we weren't going to hang around there too much because, once again, we're in our Aussie, you know, denim shorts. Uh, actually, I think we had jeans on. It was a bit cool. Anyway, mm. denim and joggers and, you know, just looking like a bit daggy and... Um, yeah, people sort of looking at us. Um, obviously, they get a lot of tourists in there. Yeah, but. I, uh, it does. It get, like, I was very surprised that um, they actually let us in once we got in there and had a look around. And then <laughs> I'm, I was surprised we weren't frisks when we walked out. But I've been told that um, you can basically buy anything at Harrods. Um, and there is, on the fifth floor, they have personal shopping. Private shopping. Private person, shopping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, something Private, like that. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm assuming that's where you uh, buy anything. Where you buy anything you like. We only made it to the first floor, the ladies' fashion, even that was a bit intimidating. Yeah. yeah. But it was like. So we didn't buy anything there. I uh, said we went shopping, but we didn't. We, well, <laughs> I, I looked at it and I was really blown away with uh, Print Temp, which was the um, department store in Paris. But Harrods is uh, like on steroids comp compared to that. Yeah, so it's exactly. yeah. Look, if you get the chance in Lo and you're in London, you know, don't uh, hesitate to, go, to, to go there. And it is in that South Kensington area, right near the museums. It's not just the Natural History Museum. You know, there's a Science Museum and some others there as well. Um, and because there's a, we, we paid for our two day pass. We got on the blue um, line, which was right out the front. The stops right out the front of Harrods. And we just did a bit more of a look around, you know, um, Notting Hill, that, that sort of area, and ended up back again in Piccadilly Circus where we hopped off and, 
um, we sort of that's sort of becoming a bit of our, our station where we hop off and, and it's an easy 20 minute walk um, from their home much quicker than staying on the on the bus and and, um, and getting home. And Piccadilly Circus is not a circus. <laughs> it's um, it's uh, a roundabout with a, a statue in it and it's and um, those uh, that curved street going off it. You know, like the mm. big arch and um, and they have a, these huge uh, screens that um, advertise, yeah. similar to I suppose what New York. York is, yeah. Um, but it, but the other part of it is is where. West End, all the West End theatres are located yeah. and you're sort of walking through and you see the signs for um, Harry Potter, uh, Les Miserables, um, uh, Mary Poppins, Mary, Tina Turner. Like they're just Jersey everywhere and, and because of the huge signs, it's really... Yeah, you Harry get a Potter real one's good. Pretty, pretty um, impressive. It's got like a big nest out the, the you, front of it. Yeah, you get. Uh, it's it's a really great feel. Mm. Well, that's uh, a good segue, Locke. Like, so I was about to say we then went to uh, West End show, um, and w- once again we walked. It was sort of down through Chinatown. It was about a twenty minute walk from our hotel, um, and we went to see the Book of Mormons and. It's um, it was a great musical, a funny story. You know, it's very um, in your face, and I'd say it's probably um, you know, if you're easily offended, don't don't see it. But you know, you can look that one up for yourselves. But we really enjoyed it, didn't we? Was yeah, it, it was great. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was the very cleverly done, um, very funny. Yes. And as Lance says, if you're a little bit sensitive, uh, you're not going to enjoy it. But obviously, Lance, obviously, Lance and I are not that sensitive. No, we laughed. We thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And um. It's it's actually you know every night the theatres are on they're full you know uh, this ours was the Prince of Wales Theatre and um, you know it's it's a, it's sort of um, glitzy without being over the top and um, you know they you can order drinks for half time and yeah it was yeah it was it, it's a great experience of course um, to go to a West End show it's just trying the worst thing is trying to choose which one to go to so so that was a pretty big day on Tuesday um, so Wednesday. We uh, had nothing planned. It was a nice, easy day, and um, we um, decided that we were going to walk um, to Buckingham Palace. And uh, after a bit of a, a de- you know, a detour, you know, we started one area and then decided we were going to go somewhere else. Um, and so we ended up at once again back there at Piccadilly Circus uh, at that um, Cafe Concerto where we had a. No, 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 Trafalgar Square. Oh, that you're right. Sorry, yeah, Trafalgar Square. Um, and where we had a very expensive cup of tea and uh, something to eat. Which yeah. Was, what was that? Yeah, £4.95p for a cup of tea. It's nearly 10 bucks for a cup of tea. But it was very special, you know. We, sure, We all had sure. suits on and everything, sure. so that was nice. Sure, sure, So then we were ready for our walk our, um, to Buckingham Palace. And it's actually called the Mall, the, the big road going in yeah. through um, Admiral, what is it? Ad- Admiral Arch, yeah, yeah. yeah. The arches it goes through, and um, once again, it's sort of most of it's blocked off because for traffic because of the um, the celebrations that are happening next weekend, um, and all the massive big fla- flags are flowing and flying up there, and you know in the breeze it was pretty spectacular. And we're just walking along, and all of a sudden you hear um, horse hoofs, mm. and um, we're just like, what's going on here? And we actually caught the changing of the guard and the the beginning of that procession was sort of right at the end of the, the mall, wasn't it? And yeah, so there's two 
There's two sections to that. Like there's the the horses, which are the Queen's guards, mm. and the, they're you know all the pageantry and uh, they look fabulous. And the horses, my goodness, have the size of them. Yeah, and they're glistening, aren't they? And then the second part of it is um, the band. Yeah, which, and. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we watched all that. And we actually walked along with them, didn't we? Because yeah. We, and they went all the way up to Buckingham Palace, which we did too, but you actually couldn't get into Buckingham Palace because it is closed off. But um, there's a huge uh, uh, statue of uh, Queen Victoria mm. at the entrance, uh, just beyond the gates of Buckingham Palace. It's about 25 metres uh, high. Um, and, yeah, very impressed. Yeah. Very it's, it impressed. It is beautiful there. Um, yeah, and then all along... Uh, the mall, uh, as Liam was saying earlier, you've got St James Gardens, which are well, the park isn't it? it's like a whole park for gardens. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. Lakes I mean, lakes and, and, and ducks and um, um, swans and things. Um, pelicans. A pel- pink pelicans. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, pink pelicans. Yeah. And we saw our first squirrel ever. <laughs> well, for me, it was. I thought it was going to attack you, actually. So it was up on a fence and it ran across the road right near Lyle's feet. It didn't seem too faced by it. No, I was, I was fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, yeah, you were fine. Um, and so that was um, uh, Wednesday and we... Yeah, then we we continued on down to... um, Across the Thames. Yeah, across the Thames uh, to Westminster Abbey. Yeah, and um, we found out this, you know... um, we went in, obviously, and had a, had a look, um, and that was um, worth doing, for sure. Sure, £25 each, um, but, you An know... audio tour. You know, yeah, you get the audio tour, and to be, to be honest, I don't think you can go to London and not go and see these historical places, no. but as you walk towards the... Uh, the Abbey, there's, you know, uh, a bunch of, of um, prominent uh, statues. Oh, heaps, um, yeah. Yeah, and so Nelson you've got... Nelson Mandela. Yeah, yeah, you've got Nelson Mandela, Mahatma Gandhi. Uh, you've got um, Melissa Fawcett. She was the lady that was the first president of the women's suffrage. And they're metres um, high, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're huge. And then you've got... Um, uh, there's There was one particular... Um, statue called and it was Clive and it didn't have a, a surname on it and Leanne <laughs> suggested that it may have been Clive Churchill. It was the first it was the first Clive name that came to my head. Sure. Now uh Clive Churchill. Now the thing was that the Was it the, the War Memorial? The the church the, the that particular <laughs> statue was reasonably close to Winston Churchill. So I said to Leanne, look, it's, it's, it can't be Clive Churchill. Clive Churchill played football. Um, Could have been Winston's brother. Well, yeah, maybe. But <laughs> anyway, as it turned out, I said that um, I made it very clear that it wasn't Winston. In fact, it was Robert Clive who was, uh, they, you know, he was Clive of Bengal. He was the first administrator mm. for the UK government um, in India. Oh, well, thank you. Bloody sir. Encyclopedia Britannica. Well, there you go. Uh, but you didn't know that at the time, though, did no, you? No, I didn't. I looked it up this morning. <laughs> I did look it up this morning. Um, so, yeah, when, so we got to Westminster Abbey, and um, it's not actually a church. Well, but it's... They do church services there, so it is a they, church. Yeah, they do it church. It started as a monastery, and yeah. it's under the... Yeah, it's under the rule of the monarch. Yeah, so it's not, co- it's not part of the Diocese of London churches, Right? Correct, yeah. but um, but it's where they do the coronations and 
uh, and all that sort of stuff. Um, and they uh, and it's like it's like this massive, you know, big domes and and um, wings. Like you, you can walk down the middle, but you go off to the side, and they've got lots of um, burial plaques and um, statues of um, oh, and famous like people. A, yeah, it's like it's a it's a crib, and mm. and you've got, but it's more to do with like. Um, Adventurers and explorers and explorers and, and poets, you know, Chaucer, Charles Dickens, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. But it, it, funnily enough, it's it, you can sort of feel the history around you, right? Sure, sure, yeah. and and of course, everybody that's there, you, you've heard of. So yeah, but when we came out of there, we um, saw the coronation chair, which is its real name is the King Edward chair. Now, the King Edward chair was made in uh, 1300, and I've got to tell you, it looked like it was made in 1300. Actually, it looks like it was like made from a pallet from Bunnings, sorry. Yeah, yeah, fair call, fair call, Someone fair call. Someone tacked some, you know, fancy yeah, fabric so on it. But it is, like, you can imagine, that's been, like, that's hundreds of years old, really. Like, yeah, 1300, yeah, yeah, 1300, so nearly a thousand years. When you look at it and think who sat on that, you know, over the years, that's pretty Sure, pretty I think impressive. they could go up market though. Although it's not the throne. No. It's not the throne. They do they say, still use it for coronations today? Yes, they do. Oh, I wonder who the next one will be. Yeah, or whether there will be. Oh. I'm okay. not sure. I'm not sure. Well, you're not sure. Oh, okay, fair enough. So that was our lovely walk and we, we wandered on home. Um, went along, no, we went for a walk along the Thames. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, which is, you know, the weather wasn't that nice and we don't do bad weather very well. We're, we're sort of clear weather sailors, aren't we, really? Yeah. Um, well, we, I think, didn't we then catch the, um, the, the underground to Piccadilly Circus again? Probably. Yeah. yeah. And that, again, um, the, the, the whole oh, deal. Cool yeah, the whole deal with the underground is it's just you, just, you don't buy a ticket, you just tap your credit card. Yep. So you tap it when you walk in. Or and then your debit your, card, yeah. or your debit card, yeah. and then you tap it when you leave the sta- the, your, station. The, the station that you are and leaving from. You can still buy tickets, but the guy at the train station, and every train station we've been to, we've we've spoken to people and asked for help. They have been so helpful and yeah, so been. friendly, and given us such good information. They said you can buy a ticket if you like, but it's much cheaper and much easier to use your card. So, um, mm. so we're actually going to try that tomorrow morning we're actually heading out tomorrow back um to the airport and uh, i'm a bit nervous because we've got to get all the way to heathrow but we're going to do it on the underground it's the quickest and easiest apparently anyway there'll be more on that next podcast hopefully it's drama free um so yeah that was that was really great and we found this really nice um little restaurant not far from here called wagga mama yeah, Wagamama. Yeah, yeah, which is a Japanese word for um, indulgence, really. Like, so. I thought it was a town in outback New South Wales. That's Wagga Wagga. Ah, <laughs> I was close. Okay. Yeah, maybe it's a sister town. Uh, and they do really nice Japanese and Asian food. So we've eaten there a couple of times because it's really close to home and it's really fresh and nice food. So, um, yeah. Now, Thursday, we did um, one of my, well, my bucket list items. Chelsea Flower Show, but I'm going to do a little separate podcast all about the Chelsea Flower Show, but just know it was everything I was hoping it would be, and um, you know, there was only one real negative, and that was I ended up with a foul, tight ponytail, and for those that don't know me, when I say tight ponytail, I mean hangover, uh, which was well-deserved, but we'll talk about that that in the... Yeah, that was on the Thursday. Yeah, that was the Chelsea Flower Show, and then, and so Friday, um, another free day, 
um, we headed to um, St Paul's St Paul's Cathedral, which is once again an easy walk from um, our hotel. This one's in the other direction, more through the working um, business centre rather than touristy areas. Um, and what was it, 20 minutes, if that? Yeah. Yeah, to, to St Paul's. Now, St Paul's is the head church. Yeah, that's the mother church of the Diocese of London. Of London, so yeah. and they do where the um, Yeah, where the uh, Westminster is connected to the monarchy, yeah. the St Paul's is connected to the, and run by the, the Diocese of London. And it was built, first started being built in 1675, but it, it had fires and it's had all sorts of stuff happen to it, hasn't it? So Very good, Leanne. Thank you, Tom. I'm impressed. Yeah. You've actually done some research. Well done. I did listen to the audio tour. Oh, okay. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah, so we did the audio tour there. Mm. And again, it's uh, it's amazing. And uh, Those I, audio tours are good, though, aren't they? We did that at Westminster Abbey as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were... Um, it's just part of your entry fee, you know? Yeah, and that, that was, I think, 21... Pound. It was cheaper to go to St Paul's and Westminster Abbey, wasn't it? Twenty-one pound uh, each, which. Um, but it's a big church where Princess Di, or she was um, Diana Spencer at the time, and and Charles. That's where they got married sure. in that big church. Um, it's also where they had the funeral for Lord Nelson and Winston Churchill, not his brother Clive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just Winston. Yeah. So it's. It has got the most incredible dome up the top. There was a big mm. bit of um, bitching and moaning about that when they built it. Someone wanted it colour and someone didn't. And, you know, they thought that having colour would be, you know, a bit too disrespectful, didn't they? And oh, well, that was to do with the Roman Catholic Church. They didn't want to... If they used colour in the um, uh, to do the drawings, they felt that it would be too like the Roman Catholics. But now there's colour everywhere. Yeah. It sort of glistens with colour. Yeah. Um, but the the, um, the not the minister at the time um, said, you know, okay, if we're going to have colour, it has to be by um, uh, an Englishman yeah. and an Anglican. That yeah. Was, yeah that, uh, they were his, you know, didn't care what it yeah. looked like as long as the person who painted it was... Yeah, and that much. was bombed during World War during the Blitz. Mm. Um, so it has been repaired. But look, it's fabulous. The um, it's massive, you yeah, know, the, the choir and part and the pulpit. Yeah, you know, I was more probably impressed with that the way that it was set out and everything. Um, Westminster, Westminster um, maybe because it's not as old, yeah. but um, and it's glamorous. Oh, really, that's probably not a word for a church, but you know, the the dome is. Yeah, it's yeah. mind blowing. And then you... they didn't want the dome in the first place, but now that's what it's known for, right? So mm. um, yeah. And then you went wanted to go down. Yeah, I wanted to go down and, and do the crypts, and mm. um, uh, you know, you've seen Nelson's column at um, Trafalgar Square, and uh, so he's actually buried Horatio Nelson was buried um, at St Paul's, and um, he was basically famous for beating. A uh, combination of the Spanish and the French at uh, Trafalgar, and Trafalgar is actually off the coast of Spain. And then there was the Duke of Wellington, he was the guy that he sang, didn't he? Uh, yeah, the Duke <laughs> Wellington, Duke Wellington. Um, he um, defeated Napoleon at Waterloo, um, and uh, basically that was um, uh, Napoleon's uh, last defeat. And, of course, the Duke of Wellington has gone down. And it's also, I found, the uh, the church is like a real um, memorial to servicemen. 
Sure. You know, um, even American servicemen that were involved in, in the, the war and, um, yeah, every, there's lots of little um, coves and things that have got, um, you know, lists of men who died and, and that sort of stuff. So yeah, I think, the, I think what the government's trying to do, or these particular um, facilities, they're trying to take it away from the really? Duke of Wellington and, you know, the mm-hmm. one, the leader, to more of a... Um, you encompassing know, or in yeah, encompassing everybody yeah. that you know from the lower ranks right through, which so, is fair enough. So that was really great, wasn't it? We we enjoyed that, and we finally um, stopped. Uh, ah yes, at a at a really nice pub. Now we've been to some nice pubs. Everyone talks about English pubs, but um, you know the first couple were nice, but you know we just like we weren't quite feeling the atmosphere. And what we realised is the pubs we'd been going into were all part of this big chain called Green King or King Green. Um, and they all look the same and everything's the same, so they're not that authentic English sort of thing. The menus are exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. And the, yes. Um, and so we walked into this little pub, the, I don't know if it's called the Argyle Tavern or the Argyle... I, I just thought it was the Argyle. Oh, yeah, okay. That's, yeah, it was, the Argyle. You're right. Once again, well done. Um, and it was, um, yeah, just fabulous little pub, you know, like low ceilings and um, lots of timber... And the people behind the bar were friendly and chatty. Yes, we met Eva from uh, Ireland. Yeah, it was was lovely. Only that I drank lime and soda because I still had a very tight ponytail. She Um, did. Leanne did. Yeah. Um, uh, We enjoyed that whole experience, though. It was... Yeah, I mean, Eva was so friendly. And um, it's actually in the Diamond District. Yeah. And uh, they were saying how... There was a movie made. Yeah, there was a movie made about... about, A um, robbery. A robbery. And it was all pensioners. Mm. And they were all ex-crims, obviously. Yeah, Michael Caine was in it. I should know that. I think I've seen it. Anyway, anyway, it was just around the actual robbery. It was about 200... Diamond shops. Yeah, and yeah. but the and the actual um, robbery was just around the corner from the Argyle, mm. and um, uh, yeah, and it was all in safety deposit boxes, obviously where they got in, and of course no one knows how much uh, they took because no one's going to tell what was in the safe deposit what, box. The safety <laughs> deposit box, but they found it under. Uh, they found the actual ju- uh, jewelry under a staircase at one of the pensioners' properties or something. Yeah, we'll but it was just an interesting story. Yeah, that was an interesting afternoon. Yeah, so that was our, our Thursday. Um, no, sorry. Friday. Friday, yeah, yeah. So um, so as you can see, we've, uh, we've seen, seen a, a lot up, up to this stage. Um, and, you know, all the iconic things we've... Yeah, we've, we've loved it, haven't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah, I think, I, I mean, just to go back, Leanne was talking about the Marble Arch, and the Marble Arch is what the British um, equivalent to the um, Arc du... Arc du Triomphe. Triomphe. And I've got to say, the French do it so much better. But uh, <laughs> oh. I'll leave it at that. that oh. oh, yeah. Like, yeah, but there's so much the mar- here. The Marble Arch is yeah. pretty... Yeah, but everything else, Lyle. Sure. We didn't mention Big Ben. Yes, Big Ben <laughs> is a very large clock. Yeah, but it's impressive. It's right there near, near Westminster Abbey. Yeah, you know, no, no. Look, the house is a government there. That's everything you see on TV, whether it be in a movie or on the news or whatever mm. about London. It's it's the way it looks. It is that. That's the way it There's looks. There's so many things iconic 
a monument, sites, buildings to see in such a tight area, really, isn't it? Yeah. So like, yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive. So um, we definitely um, had a, a real uh, history education, haven't we? Sure. Sure. So here we are on our last day in London and um, we've just been out and about and we've just got back and we want to tell you all about what we've done. Um, where have we been, Lyle? Uh, the Tower of London. Yeah, so we went for a walk. Um, we knew we were heading to the Tower of London. We didn't have a ticket. It was late sort of morning. Uh, it's a sunny day. It's a Saturday. It's weekend. And it's a week before the Jubilee celebration. So as you can imagine, um, it was pretty damn busy. Um, but, you know, it wasn't too bad. We lined up, got our tickets. Um, yeah, we went in. It's a pretty fascinating sort of area right there on the Thames, isn't it? And we got an audio uh, guide. Uh, and yeah, it was it was fabulous, wasn't it? You, um, yeah, well, it cost I think it was twenty nine pound each to to get in. To get in. Sure. Um, and yeah, I'd suggest you don't need to pre book it. You know, we just lined up maybe for about ten minutes, um, and then when we got inside, we got the audio. I which definitely was, recommend that. Yeah, which was another five pound, but. Um, I think it it's would the take... the best audio tool we've done, I think. Yeah, it was really, really good. Yeah. Lots of information. You could do it at your own pace and you could choose which area you wanted to go to. And, um, yeah, I found it I found it really good, actually. Great great info. It um, was, was great. And then um, it's like a whole little, you know, city on the inside, isn't it? We're surrounded by um, two walls. Like not just one sort of wall. They they had one, and then um, they wanted to make it even safer, so they put another one around. So sure. I didn't actually realise it was like a whole little um, uh, yeah community in, inside, which was pretty fascinating. You know, the, all the different buildings and the um, you know they ha- had everything in their little hospitals and everything, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, and um, it was built by uh, William the Conqueror, which was a French guy. <laughs> and uh, he was, um, yeah, he built it uh, basically to establish his power because mm-hmm. uh, obviously England had never seen anything like it. Well, he built that white tower, didn't he? And he said at the time it was like the biggest, you know, um, building or palace in the area. And um, at, at that time there's one bridge across the Thames. Um, now there's 18 apparently. So when you came down the river and you spotted this huge um, building, it was very intimidating, and that's exactly what he wanted to do. Sure, yeah. sure. That same white palace, um, unfortunately, Anne Boleyn, which was uh, the second wife of Henry VIII, um, she was tried there, and even though the... Well, three years earlier she'd been, like, um, coronated there. Yeah. Yep. And then she came back and had a trial and was in prison for two weeks before. Uh, yeah, losing her head, literally. <laughs> had her head chopped off. So, um, um, yeah, so, and she was accused of basically sleeping with her brother and, and four other guys. Mm. And, um, you sh- know, yeah, even though there was no evidence of it at all, at, at all uh, the king wanted to get rid of her. And um, so uh, to marry... Jane Seymour. So the day after 
um, she was beheaded. He was engaged to yeah Jane, Jane Seymour. Jane so Seymour. and she was. But now the White Tower hmm. is like a museum, and it's full of the actual armour that Henry VIII wore. Um, it starts off when he was in um, in his twenties, and it was quite um, you know. Uh, complimentary and slimming and then there's one where he's a fair bit older and from the front it doesn't look so bad but when you look from the side it's got quite a bit larger and he's actually got armour to protect all sorts of body parts which looks hilarious. Um, yeah, you know, if you've <laughs> ever heard of um, Biggest Dickus, which is in the <laughs> life of Brian, on in the, uh, I think he was about 50 when um, they made the armour and he's got the biggest uh, protruding uh, <laughs> phallic uh, armour you've ever seen. It's actually, well, it was quite funny. When we were there, there was quite young teenagers there and they were all taking photos of it and, you know, and laughing. It was, they were having a giggle. Yeah, and it was laughable. Yeah. But the, the um, then you go down to the basement and they've got all these old guns and, um, and, you, and you made the comment, how the freaking hell do they actually... Hold them, let alone shoot them. Yeah, I, I can't see how it could be that accurate um, <laughs> because the the guns that were there were, I mean, huge. Yeah. So to turn around and actually lift them to take a shot and actually hit something, I would imagine would be very, very hard. Um, so that, and, that was really impressive, that, that museum in, in that area. Oh, yeah, it? It was, yeah. yeah, it was fabulous. And then we went into the, um, the Crown Jewels building. Which um, there was a huge lineup, you know, and I'm like, oh, do I want to do this? But what they've done is they obviously realise people want to line up to see the Crown Jewels, so they've done some really great info on the audio tour. So while you're sort of waiting in line, you're listening to all about the annoying spoon. They're not the annoying <laughs> spoon, you banana. It was the anointing spoon. I know, but I just the annoying spoon sounds. Yeah. yeah. It got lost for a while, and some guy bought it for like sixteen shillings, and then he yeah. hid it because they were getting rid of all the crown jewels. So he hid it and then brought it out later and went, "Da da, here you go." And he sold it for a whole lot more. So the anointing spoon, um, and the spectre, and the the crown. Um, and the glow and the is orb, it the, the, the orb, orb yeah. yeah and so there's a lot of information on, on the audio um, guide all, all about that with some pictures and stuff so by the time you sort of got through that you're sort of almost at the front door and you think you're almost there but it's another bit of a wait inside but you know they've got um, pictures and films and things going about the history which was really interesting and then all of a sudden you're just confronted with this glass cabinet full of gold um, I don't even know what they're called, you know, like all, the, all the priests and stuff hold, you know, the big, anyway, they I don't know, it would have been about 50 of them, you know, gold in, in the in the cabinet, and, and then you come across um, a conveyor belt that you stand on, it's not a conveyor belt, what is it, like a moving um, floor. Elevator. Yeah, so you sort of, you have to hop on that to go past all the, the crown jewels. I thought there was one crown, dickhead, no, there's, there would have been at least 10. Yeah, and then mm. each one gets even, you know, more elaborate after the other, after the other, and then when you finally get to the end one, it's got that, you know, massive big... Yeah, I think it's the Cunningham diamond, which oh. is the biggest diamond that's that ever, been, yeah. ever been found um, in South Africa, and that was a gift. Yeah, right. To, yeah. The, uh, to, the, to the English, obviously, monarchy. So you've got rubies, sapphires, diamonds, gold, you know, bling coming out everywhere, haven't you? Oh, yeah, look, it's, 
if you're not impressed by it, there's something yeah. wrong with you. It's uh, it's and actually it was really well, well, stunningly as, beautiful. Yeah, and yeah. as Liam was saying that. Uh, and I wasn't aware that um, there was actually a civil war in England. And um, part of that war was uh, to get rid of the monarchy. And it was, I think, Charles the, either the first or the second. And he was killed. Um, and that was when Oliver Cromwell was in charge for about, I think it was about 10 years. And uh, so they got rid of the monarchy and they got rid of all the jewels. They melted it down. And they melted yeah. it down because Cromwell decided that wasn't the way to go. Um and then eventually the monarchy came back, not well, people, that long after. No, the people decided they actually did want a monarchy. And, yeah. Um, yeah. It was, anyway, so that's, that was um, impressive. And the guy uh, on the audio tour, you know, they're saying, you know, well, why would you have all that on display? And he's like, well, we haven't lost anything since 1673, so I think we're doing okay. So mm. I'm glad they got it on display, though, because it's so, yeah, stunningly beautiful. And you, that's definitely something you should do when you come to London. So we really enjoyed the the Tower of London, didn't we? Sure. Yeah, yeah it was great. It was. Uh, it's huge. Um, it took us probably three hours to yeah. do the the whole thing, and we weren't going that slow. So, look for the money, um, but you've definitely got to get the audio tour because, yeah, to turn around, to try and read all the plaques would just take forever. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, on a busy day, everybody's trying to read it, which means it just would take forever. Yeah, because the audio too says if you you come around the corner and you look at this display, and if it's a busy day, just stand to the side while you know while you listen to this. You know, like it's they they really um, guide you along. I thought it was great. But then it was time for a drink. Sure. So we left and we walked straight out onto the walkway along the the Thames, and we're right there under the the Tower Bridge, and um, so we thought we'd just go and find somewhere to have uh, a little drink. So we found this lovely little, I don't even know what you'd call it, little outdoor bar, and I had a Pim's cocktail, because everyone here drinks Pim's, and I've never had it, so it was nice. Toast like ginger ale, a bit of orange in there. Uh, you had a beer, and we had something to eat, and we're just sitting there under the under the Tower Bridge thinking this is pretty pretty special, you know, especially for our last day. We we, yeah, it was it was a really nice little spot. Lots of people, you can walk right over the Tower Bridge. We didn't want to do that. But, um, yeah, it was a beautiful day and people out everywhere enjoying it. And, yeah, we'd certainly recommend y- you, you're doing that. So, yeah, as I said, perfect last day. See or not. See. See. And then Anything we... else you want to add? Oh, then we... Well, as just we walked home and then we stopped up off at our favourite uh, English pub, the Argyle. And um, it was pretty quiet in that area um but yeah we had a, a very i had a couple of beers a, a sahi um dries and then we had a very 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 nice uh spanish video um just to get our mood right for tomorrow. tomorrow so a couple of just before we finish off lyle some some last minute thoughts uh i guess we would say that we london is a very expensive city yeah, it is. We've had glasses of wine that have cost us 30 bucks each, you know. Um, it's pra- basically what we think is double what the prices are in, a, in Australia. So, um, you know, not that we're having a whinge about it, but just beware that if you want to have some time in London, it is, it's not a cheap city to spend, spend time in. Um, the underground was a lot easier to use than what we thought. Correct. Um, you can just zap your card in and out, which was brilliant. 
Um, and we'd have to say you see so much when you walk, don't you? How many buildings and pubs and, you know, the architecture and things that little parks and little gardens and little old churches that you just come across just by wandering the streets, don't you? Yeah, I think I was surprised. We're not really into museums and history um you know churches or art galleries yeah, you love yeah, history yeah yeah but i think you really realize and and because all the names are so familiar yeah monopoly um, and, well monopoly and also like you know who william the conqueror is well you've henry heard of henry the eighth you've heard of william the conqueror you've heard of all Mary these Antoinette. Yeah, yeah and um but when you hear at it basically comes to life. You yeah. you understand. Yeah, that's good. It does too. Uh, um, and it becomes more, uh, just more real. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, would you recommend people come to London? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, um, like, we've been busy for seven days. Yeah, our feet um, are starting to. Yeah, tell we've us walked that. <laughs> everywhere, but it was just it's fabulous. And all right, we had some crook weather, um, but today was beautiful. Um, but would I come back? Absolutely. Mm, yeah. um, but tomorrow we are off to Spain. Um, but if you want to see, see any of this, uh, any of the things we've done in London, um, just go to our Instagram at Beach Travel Wine and go to the story highlights un- and under London, uh, you'll see, um, yeah, like I've, I've done a little story every day of everywhere we've been. So you get a good pictures of, of what we've done there. Um, and if you've missed our first podcast, it was all about Paris. You can go back and listen to that one. Um, but as I said, tomorrow, Spain. So nos vemos el próxima semana. Uh, hasta, uh, hasta luego. Sí, hasta luego. Mi amigos. Mis amigos, sí.